In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, it seems almost cruel that on Father's Day of all days, we are assigned this difficult series of Jesus' sayings from Matthew's Gospel. Sayings like, I have come to set a man against his father and a daughter against her mother and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Not exactly the warm, loving, appreciative message about fathers that we'd like to hear on this Father's Day. But then again, if we look at this passage not as a desire of Jesus, but rather as a description of what already happens to families, Jesus' words might begin to sound a little different. Because family separation and estrangement is something that is intimately known to just about all of us, myself included. You might not need to look any further than your immediate family to find a household divided. We all know that today's like, days like today bring up many emotions. Pain, like I've just mentioned, for those who are estranged from their family members. Sorrow and grief as we mourn the fathers in our lives who have already died. Gratitude, perhaps, that you feel if you are a father yourself. And of course, love. Love for all the fathers who have taught us and loved us and cared for us and helped us grow. So you might be asking if Jesus' words are a description of how things are, not a desire to have them be that way, why does Jesus say, Do not think I have come to bring peace to the earth. I have not come to bring peace but a sword. Why does he say, Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Certainly for many of us, we can't imagine anything more important in our lives than our fathers and our mothers, our sons and our daughters. Family really is everything. And the importance of value of family is something that Chris and I have come to love and appreciate about living here in rural Virginia. We see the sacrificial love of grandparents that pick their kids up from preschool, the daughters and sons that care for their elderly parents, the many generations that choose to live around the corner from each other and be intimately involved in each other's daily life. With our family spread all over the country, I confess that we might even be have a, might even have a little bit of envy of, those, of all of the close-knit families that we know here. And yet, here is Jesus saying right in front of us, I have come to set a man against his father. I have come to not, to, I have come, I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. This series of difficult sayings is found in the 10th chapter of Matthew's Gospel. And this particular section of Matthew's Gospel has been named the Missionary Discourse because it includes Jesus' instructions to his disciples as he sends them out on their missions to preach the Gospel. His point is that being a missionary will not be easy. 
In last week's gospel reading, he told them, I am sending you out like sheep into the midst of wolves. This week, Jesus expands on that theme of the peril of the missionary journey. The risks include not just loss of life, but potential loss of one's connection to family. The evangelist has collected all of these sayings together for a purpose. He wants to communicate to his readers who themselves were experiencing persecution as Christians that being a disciple is not for the faint of heart. Now maybe it's helpful at this point to back up and talk a little bit about the meaning of the word disciple itself. Jesus gives us a helpful hint at the beginning of today's passage. He says, a disciple is not above the teacher. A disciple is a student of Christ. Disciples learn. Disciples study. Disciples read and listen and grow. What kind of student were you like when you were in school? Did you like it? Did it come easy to you? Or was it a drag? You might not be surprised that I was a very obedient student. I always sought the approval of my teachers. I always wanted to get the best grade possible. But I was also the kind of student that slept through my entire senior year of calculus because my teacher would turn out the light in order to use the overhead projector and it would get warm and dark and it was the end of the day and I had been up since 5 a.m. that morning for swim practice and I just couldn't keep my eyes open. Being a student isn't easy. Being a student isn't always fun. Growing can be painful. Stretching our minds to learn new ideas isn't always enjoyable. It's much easier and it's certainly much more tempting to close our eyes and let our teacher's words lull us to sleep like I did in my senior year of high school. Being a student of Christ means that we try our best to keep learning and to keep growing, to do the hard work of keeping our eyes open in class. As students of Christ, one of the hardest things, maybe the hardest thing, we will ever do is examine who we are and what we believe and what we've been taught and then see if that matches up with what our teacher Christ is telling us. One of the hardest things that might ever be asked of us is to listen when Jesus says, whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And then to trust what he says, to trust that he means what he says, and then to struggle to understand what in the world that meaning could be. My friends, Jesus isn't saying, don't love your father or mother at all. He's not saying your family isn't important. He's not saying disregard who you are and where you come from completely. But what I think Jesus might be saying to us today, 
as difficult as it is to hear, is that our fathers, or our grandfathers, or our great-grandfathers, may have not always gotten it right. What they taught us may not have always been what Jesus wants to teach us. Friends, being a disciple isn't easy. In the end, I simply can't offer an easy way out of Jesus' words today. He said, I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. The sword that Jesus brings to the earth is the sword of justice, of truth, of righteousness. It's not that Jesus doesn't want us to have peace, but before peace is established on this earth, Jesus is saying a few things are going to have to change. Before peace is established, wrongs are going to have to be made right. People are going to have to be set free. Justice is going to have to be established. Those who have been suffering are going to have to be healed. And we might even need to take a second look at some of the things that we learned and were taught even from the people that we will always love deeply and dearly about what it means to be a disciple of Jesus. In the end, maybe it comes down to this simple but profoundly challenging question that Jesus offers us today. Who do you love the most? As disciples, as students, seek the answer. And if the answer is anything but Jesus, Jesus whose sword is justice and righteousness, then as disciples, as students, ask the follow-up questions. If not Jesus, who? If not Jesus, why?